couple of things. One, Dane County continues to be a powerhouse in terms of turnout and margin of victory for Democrats. I was looking at this today. I've been covering Wisconsin politics for about 22 and a half years. My first gubernatorial race was in 2002. Back then, there were about 172,000 votes cast overall in Dane County in the race for governor. Uh, This week, Tony Evers won Dane County by more than 174,000 votes. In the so-called WOW counties, the heart of GOP territory, at least it was years ago, Waukesha, Ozaki, Washington counties, Tim Michaels underperformed what Scott Walker hit in 2018. And Milwaukee County doesn't turn out the way it used to in terms of volume, but the margin continues to get worse for Republicans in that county. It was just impressive, the numbers that Evers rolled up, even though turnout was a bit down in Milwaukee County compared to four years ago. Okay, and the other thing that didn't change was uh, Republican Senator Ron Johnson remains in office, will remain in office. And how did uh, Mr. Johnson accomplish that? He did better in places like Dane County, not by a whole lot, but a little better. Did better in the wild counties. I mean, those are the number things. The issue things and the money things are also important. Tony Evers and his allies outspent Tim Michaels and his significantly on paid media post-primary. Ron Johnson and his allies outspent Mandela Barnes by a good chunk post-primary. Not by as much as what Evers and company did in the governor's race, but Johnson outspent Mandela early in that race, defined Barnes as soft on crime, um, among other things, and we rode that issue. In the governor's race, a little bit different. I mean, you had Mandela Barnes, a picture of him holding an abolished ICE t-shirt. You had Mandela on video talking about, you know, defunding the police, about reducing prison populations as sexy. The crime issue stuck to Mandela more than Evers. Republicans used it against Evers, went after him over the number of people who'd been released on parole during his time in office, but it didn't seem to stick as much. Okay, well, let's wind up with a couple of brief legislative questions. First of all, the Republicans gained seats in both chambers, Senate and Assembly, but are not, is that correct, at the supermajority where they can override every Evers veto? Yep. Uh, in the Senate, they reached the mark. They picked, they netted one seat to get to 22. In the Assembly, they got to 64. Um, that leaves them too short now. You can put pressure on Democrats to break ranks and support a veto override, but Democrats have been pretty good uh, at not doing that over the years. So it's going to make the Republican agenda difficult to pass. The big question is going to be what the relationship is going to be between Tony Evers and GP lawmakers for the next two years. Because go back the previous four, you know, they have not had much of a working relationship to speak of. And Evers' budgets, for example, he's loaded them up with a lot of his priorities. Republicans strip them out every time and send them back a budget that they like. Then it's up to Evers, okay, is he going to sign it, You know, play around the edges? What's he going to do? Well, now we're talking, Evers has made clear that spending on schools is a priority. Would he dare veto an entire budget because Republicans didn't put enough money for education in it? We'll see. The governor gave a little bit of an inkling about his plans at a news conference in Madison Wednesday afternoon. The budget was part of the discussion. Uh, what else? Oh, he also talked about getting his appointments confirmed. Remember, the state Senate has not taken up a number of appointments Evers has made to the Board of Regents, the University of Wisconsin, a couple of the DNR board. Because of those actions, is allowed appointees of Governor Scott Walker, for example, to continue to be a majority of the appointments on the DNR board. 
that means Walker appointees remain in control of setting various policies for the Natural Resources Board. Will that continue? Will they confirm some of those appointments, or will the people who are coming off of those boards um, in the coming years, will they step aside and allow Evers appointments to take over? It's something to watch about what's going to happen to that in the next few months.